It's like once you got them, trade for yeah. someone else. Oh, you gave me some trade draft picks for this guy? <laughs> Throw turn around and trade him to someone else. It was like the same five draft picks just went around in circles to every team. The Finns got Bradley Chubb, which I believe was the biggest free agent acquisition. Some running backs traded teams. You saw Chase Edmonds go to Sam Fran, I believe. No, no, no excuse me. Denver. Jeff Wilson from San Francisco goes to Miami. Yeah, we're calling it 49ers of the East. Mike McDaniel's the head coach. <laughs> they got Mozart. They got Jeff Wilson Jr. At one point, they had Matt Breida. It's where running backs go to die once they live in East San Francisco. If I had two wide receivers like the Dolphins do, I, would, I wouldn't say anything different. I mean, Waddle and Hill are ridiculous. Who, no, who came was, on? Uh, Real was, quick on that on that hill, who came on and said, was it Bree that said Tyreek Hill for offensive MVP? She might not be wrong. He's like, the we, we needed in, to, uh, receiving yards. We needed to, have to go put some coin on that because the whole method of two of just throwing it up and hoping is working because Hill's catching them all. And it's insane. They're fun to watch. Fun to watch. Theo's going crazy. What I was going to say is, is, um, so the Niners traded three first-round draft picks, I believe, to the Dolphins in the Trey Lance deal. And they were showing what the Dolphins turned that into. They turned that into Jalen Waddle. That's who they drafted, like, a couple years ago. Uh, they traded that pick, I believe, to Kansas City and some other picks for Tyreek Hill. And then they got the guy from the Bears as well. So, Roquan like, Smith. We're still seeing what will happen to Trey Lance, but the Dolphins did pretty well in that trade already with all those players and the core that they're building. Do you feel like that's the trend more now than anything? We saw what the Rams did last year in just acquiring big names and, and hitting that Super Bowl window as quickly as they could. And then you see more teams kind of saying, I can't, I don't want to bet on the draft. Uh, you know, so many hits and misses throughout. We've seen first round wide receivers wash out in like two years. Same thing, second round, third round, you know, skill players wash out. It's like they can't find it. If they find skill players that hit, it seems like more more so than any. Go pay them, get them on the team, yeah. build a good defense. I mean, I don't fault the Miami Dolphins at all. I don't either. I think they're headed to... I won't say the Super Bowl quite yet, but they're they're looking good. They're on their way. I mean, everyone doubted Tua, including me, earlier in the season. But with him, like behind center, their offense looks unbelievable. And then now they're building on the defensive end. Your Bills better look out. I don't know about that. <laughs> Bills need to look out for Miami. Uh, but the AFC East is looking a lot like the NFC West. Um, now, right now, I say that, obviously. I think the North is always in the West, has always been the division in the AFC. But down years for the Raiders and Broncos, I think the Dolphins will benefit from that in terms of wild card outlook. Absolutely. Tell We're me about catching some... up. Big Ben and K Win, nofilter.net. We're just talking football. It's like we do all the time, but we do it live. Every week on nofilter.net. If you miss us, go to nofilter.net, click on the vault, click on Big Ben and K Win. You can find us 
on everywhere you get your podcast. I'm K Wynn, he's Big Ben, and we are in week nine. It's um let's talk about the Western Standard Six that we usually used to cover last year. Hold on, I have a bone to pick. What's that? Ron with nofilter.net. Let me talk about it. We're in a super flex two quarterback league for fantasy football. And I have to start Malik Willis, whether he plays or not (laughs) this Sunday, because everyone has at least two or three quarterbacks on their team. If my primary quarterback is Danny Dimes with a bye, so I either have to start Malik Willis or I have to pick up Colt McCoy, hope for a blowout in the Cardinal Seahawks game, or hope Cam Newton stops his Funky Friday podcast and gets behind center for the Falcons because I got no shot. My QB is projected for zero points this week, Big Ben. You got out fantasied right there. You and I both looked. Like, we saw the trend. Like, pick up every quarterback you could possibly get. And you, I don't know what you're doing. You're picking up Theo's droppings out in the park or something like that while everyone else is picking up quarterbacks. There's no PJ, PJ, what's his name? Former no. XFLer. I'm telling you, I'm either starting Malik Willis or Colt McCoy. Well, what's <laughs> you said this was going to be a hard discussion? Like it's there's no discussion. You're just going to lose. There's, there's... No, 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 no. Because if either the Seahawks blow out the Cardinals or the Cardinals blow out the Seahawks, Colt McCoy gets in for some garbage time points. Hopefully, gets in the end zone. Then I can get maybe seven or eight points instead of putting up a goose egg. And Tannehill's not back. They don't know yet. They haven't released it, so there still is a chance. But we saw Willis last week against the Texans. He threw for 55 yards in an interception. I know. He can, they'll, give him, they'll let him run a little bit this game. I just go with Malik. All right. Because there is that, that chance that Tannehill comes back, he gets hurt, and Malik's back in. What lesson? Did you learn a lesson? Did you write yourself a note if we play in this league this next year? Draft at least two decent quarterbacks? At least? Yeah. I'm waiting on Deshaun Watson. He's on my bench. I'm waiting for the playoffs. <laughs> I, got, I got too aggressive thinking I was going to get to the playoffs. You, you'd have a better I'm chance of... By. I might not writing... wait, make it to week 13. I might be out of the playoffs by then. You might, write, you might have a better chance of writing to Goodell and asking for it earlier. Uh, suspension, yeah, early reinstatement for Deshaun on your behalf or something based on his character. That league is a little bit funky. I think you're actually better than me in that league. I don't know. I always look but and I'm losing. What I love about it is you play two people each week. You play your competitor and you play the median. So yeah. like it rewards the players or the teams that score a lot of points because you can quickly build up and move up in the standings. But on the flip side, you could have like a four or five game losing streak if you're not putting up points. Very true. Odd league, first year, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, the guy that's probably going to win is the one guy that drafted Josh Allen and then like Lamar Jackson won too. Yeah. And that guy's the real genius. You and I were sitting there picking up all these good skill players and look how we turned out. Jeez. All right, let's talk about NFC West real quick. Back to real football. Did you think the Seahawks would be five and three leading the division? There's two questions there. Did you think Seahawks would be leading the division? No. 
did you think the five and three Seahawks would be leading the division? No. No and no. Explain to me your rational, the idea of why. Who do you think would be better? And what hasn't happened to these? It's mainly the Rams and the Niners, four and four and three and four. What happened? I thought the Seahawks were going to hand the keys of the kingdom to Drew Locke and just rebuild and just kind of fall apart and just buy some time and get to the draft and not make the playoffs and go that route. But little did I know, Gino was waiting in the wings. He did play well last year. I didn't think they'd really give him a shot. They gave him a shot. He succeeded, and he's a big reason why they are 5-3. and three. The Cardinals, I feel like they've taken several steps back, like defensively, offensively. Kyler's upset on the sidelines. There's the whole contract thing. His video games. He's not reading the playbook. I feel like there's a lot of bad blood, and not to get a, give away my pick, but I feel like this is the last season for Cliff Kingsbury. They're going in the wrong direction. They're going to have to change shift. The Rams, I think we saw a slow start coming, but I didn't think it would be this bad. I think the Cardinals are, they play like they're always hungover. Like they don't know, like, you know, they're, they're out of sorts a bit. The defense gives up. You know, defense can show up. They'll 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 get a few turnovers in the game. The secondary is, is good, but they can only hold so much. The pass rush isn't there. JJ Watt's old. He got cracked back by who's a receiver from the Rams, not so recent, pretty recently. Cup? No, the other guy. Ron Robinson. Van no. Jefferson. It, it, no, the the fourth receiver. <laughs> Guy from Notre Dame. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Either way, I think the, the Cardinals are aging. Um, you're. I'm, I I believe you're right. It's, it's like show some emotion, Kingsbury. Like the, the ship's going down. He's he's got like his you know blow up uh, blow up boat on the side already ready to go, and it's kind of like he's still coaching like that. And McVeigh's probably just waiting for guys like Allen Robinson to start showing up. Higby put together a complete game. I think that Cam Akers, they had plans for him or something went on there. Mm -hmm. And then your Niners, I don't know. Now, you know, it's a new identity. I think you turn the page on, once you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey, like you, it's a, you got to become a new identity on offense. Like there's, there's things you can do that you couldn't do. If you don't start doing them, then, you know, all of a sudden, you just invested pretty heavily in this guy. Um, well, I do we'll love see. the pick. He's throwing touchdowns Gaffrey. already, which is pretty remarkable. Put him in the wildcat. Put him back there. But in all seriousness, the Niners, I think they'll get to the playoff, but I think it's going to be the same old thing. Like You need a quarterback who can win a game, who can drive down the field, who can make plays. I still don't think Jimmy G can do that. And all the quarterbacks that win Super Bowls, including your boy Joe Flacco, they make plays when it matters. They always show that stat in the fourth quarter when, you know, a, a team is behind by, say, less than a touchdown, like number of fourth quarter comebacks. Like Kirk Cousins had like 14. I'm like, what? You know, you wouldn't think that. I would love to see Jimmy G's stats, like in and around that, leading a team back, right? It seems like they get a, get a lead and he's always defending it. 
Like, just don't beat us, right? I'm going to throw to Kittle. I'm not going to turn over the ball. You know, Robbie Gold might get us a field goal, and we'll hang on for the win. I'll give you the stat. But that's it's who you probably, have. But that's it's who probably you have. 0 and 8. But that's, <laughs> that's who you have, all because of Trey Lance. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. The NFC, I think the NFC West had swagger last year. This year, it's, it's like the Eagles, the Cowboys, you know, you talked about the Dolphins, the Bills. Bills are good. Bills are really good. Um, the Bucks are down a bit. It's going to be an interesting second half because the dialogue with your top quarterbacks, Rodgers, Brady, is this a, okay, lead them back. And, and the Vikings are distancing themselves from the pack. So do they make the playoffs? Neither of them want to go out like that. Neither of them probably want to play again next year. So they better figure it out. You know, one of them want to go out with the Super Bowl. Um, what other storylines? I got one. It's called the Geno Smith Revenge Tour. Have you heard about it? No. If K Win made it up, though, let's not talk about it because it won't happen very <laughs> Legit. And I'm a Seahawks fan now, right? I might as well take this red off and put on some Seahawks blue. Geno Smith drafted in 2013 by the New York Jets. He played for the Jets, I think, five or six years. Then he went across town, played for the Giants for a year. Then he went to the Chargers for a year, and he went to the Seahawks. This year in week seven, your Seahawks beat the Chargers 37 to 23. Last week, your Seahawks beat the Giants. And come week 17, your Seahawks play the Jets. Gino could go 3-0 against all his former teams, plus a win against Russ, his former number one quarterback, the Geno Smith Revenge Tour. Hop on, Big Ben, because you're going to the playoffs. Whether you like it or not, you're losing that bet of five wins because they already have five wins, bro. Oh, my God. I, I know I already lost that bet. I'm avoiding all texts. I actually blocked them. Um, I, I'm, I actually have six games on the over-under. So, But I will tell you this. <laughs> I am going to go to that Jets game. That is one game I will go to. The Giants game I could have gone to just to, I mean, that would have been interesting. It would have been fun. The Jets, New Year's Day. Ooh, can you imagine those guys walking? Now, is Seattle one place they want to party? No. But if the Jets are in the playoff picture come week 17, there's a lot of people from Long Island. Great neck. Yeah. Wonkonkama. The North Fork. Hamaganzen. That will be making their way to Seattle, and I want to be there for that. Brian Hemmel. Maybe he'll come. Right. Ultimate Long Island guy. Oh, okay. Let's get in there and pick him for the week. Hey, you never responded to my last text from last week. Theo got 7 out of 10 right. He would have gotten 8 out of 10 if you hadn't changed his Bucks pick. He's pissed off here, Big Ben. Because now yeah, I know. he's tied I, with Bree. You know, he deserves the Mike Williams treatment. Theo, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. All Fort, right. Fournette put one in early. I thought it was a little different story. I obviously didn't see the game that was being played in front of me, and that is my fault. Um, Lamar Jackson played pretty well down the stretch. I'll give him that. All right. Are we calling these the Roy picks? 
Do we want Roy to I come down? I was saying either Roy or we go Jerry or Gail. Let's go Roy. Roy's yeah. got some, he needs some good juju. The guy's been, got no attention lately. Looks at me sideways every time I leave without him. Um, so we got to, we got to give him some love. We got to give him some love. All right. Philly at Houston Thursday night game, which you are probably watching right now on your competitors Amazon Prime. <laughs> See you. He's locked in. He is locked <laughs> he, in. He's he heard dialed. Roy. He's a Roy. Philly uh, at Houston. Do we even need to ask about this game? Are, are we just going, I, I assume, Philly? I want to give my hot take before I give my pick. All right, here's my hot take. I hope Philly gets up early and Miles Sanders runs for 300 yards and four touchdowns. There you go. My hot take. My hot take. I'm calling it the Super. Excuse me. Take that back. It's called the World Series Bowl. World Series Bowl. Because Philly is beating Houston tonight in Houston. And come this weekend, the Philadelphia Phillies are going to beat the Astros and win the World Series. Two wins in Houston this week. Eagles and Phillies against those sorry cheating Astros. Wait, since this is going to air live, this is live and you can also listen to this, I just got to cite the name of the person that just got a touchdown for the for the Texans. Tegan Quintariano. Say that again. Tegan Quintariano. I don't know. It might be be Spanish. Quintariano. For all you fantasy heads out there, that probably scored no one any points. So... Don't feel bad. All right, we got the Eagles. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at Atlanta, the division-leading Atlanta Falcons with Marcus Mariota, young, and uh, Mr. Koo. He's a young hoi Koo, mm-hmm. kicking field goals to win games, beat the beat the Panthers to get to 4-4. Four and four. What do you got, K-Win? The Oregon Duck Bowl. We got Marcus Mariota, oh. former Duck, against Justin Herbert, former Duck. Mike Williams out. Keenan Allen looks like he's out. He's still battling hamstring issues, but it doesn't matter because Eckler does everything. I think he's got eight touchdowns in the last three games. He's on pace for 121 receptions. That would be most all-time by a running back, more than McCaffrey at 116. So feed the man. Eckler and the Chargers are winning the duck ball. Okay. I'll take that. Seeing as I, there's like a rotation, I, I don't even know who's who's playing running back for the Falcons these days. There's like four guys. Chasing I'll tell you, me, it's it's the Tyler guy Aguilar. don't pick up in fantasy yeah. every week. They always play the other guy. <laughs> Tyler Aguilar. Um, Kyle Pitts had a touchdown, I believe, last week. That was a pretty high-scoring affair. There will probably be some points to be put up in this game. Joshua Palmer. But I think Gerald Everett's going to have a good game, big game for the Chargers. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll take I'll take the Chargers there. Roy wants the Chargers. He likes the Bolts. All right. Why is this game not on Thanksgiving? This would be the game I'd want to watch. Detroit. You know why? Because your Bay. Bills are playing the Lions on Thanksgiving this year. I just saw that. Ooh, that game will be lights out. 
That's what, okay. I, I, I take it back. I'd rather watch Josh <laughs> Allen play Jared Goff. You can think of two more different quarterbacks. Uh, Green Bay, Detroit. Is this a get-right game for, for the Packers, finally? We thought they had one against the Jets, and they lost. Dan Campbell at home. Owner came out and said, don't worry, you're going to be around, but you got to probably win a few more games. And this is probably one where if you win, Dan Campbell, you sleep a little bit better at night. If you lose to the reeling Packers, you might get called to the owner's box. Who do you got, K1? I'm calling it the Slump Buster Bowl. <laughs> you do have, have good bowl names this week. I'll give you that. Great bowl names. Five straight the Lions have lost. Four straight games the Packers are lost. I don't think it's going to be a tie. Someone's got to win the Slump Buster Bowl. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be an ugly win, but they're going to limp their way into the end zone and into the red zone. Packers are going to win this game. Do the Packers get a a wide receiver in this whole no. trade fiasco? Just like every year, they never trade for a wide receiver. I think Rodgers is so, so used to it. He didn't even complain this year. He just said, we have to win and play with the guys we've got. He wasn't even bitter. I was surprised. Maybe he is going to retire after this year. Romeo Dobbs, yeah. Um, I, I don't mind that. I I could see the Lions winning this game. Honestly, Amaran St. Brown's finally healthy. They got rid of uh, Hawkinson's gone, but you had to do that. I think Reynolds in the backfield now, too, fully healthy. I think both Williams and Swift are healthy. Why did they trade Hawkinson? Are they just going to uh, feature the wide receivers? No, I think he was coming. He's coming. He's coming up to his contract here, and you don't pay it. He's he was going to get. You know, they would have had to pay him somewhere in and around not Travis Kelsey money, but you know, a shade below that, just based on his stats. Um. Okay, Pack. Rogers needs a haircut, but we'll go with that. Uh, Las Vegas at Jacksonville. Did Las Vegas just sleep through that entire game last week? Holy Someone moly. said on the radio, I don't know if this is true because I don't watch Raiders games anymore, that David Carr and the offense didn't get over the 50-yard line. Like, they only got over, like, I think once or twice when the backups were in. That could be true. Like, I, I was watching. I was like, this game started. Like, what's going on here? Dan, Car- Dan Carlson doesn't have any points. You know, Josh Jacobs ran for, like, I think 48 yards, 42 yards. What an abysmal, if you're McDaniel, I mean, if I'm Davis, I yeah, I don't know what, you, what you're doing, hanging him up side down by the ankles and saying you better freaking win some games. Um, Let's go back to the tape. I said McDaniels wasn't a good hire. Go back. Go to the right. vaults. You could run him hey, out listen, of Las Vegas like they ran just, him out of just, Denver. He doesn't just have like, Belichick. Just like Patricia, like Belichick's got something secret. He's got secret sauce. Like these assistants can't just can't walk away. Now in basketball, that makes sense because it's not too many intricate plays. And, you know, basketball is a smaller, less players. When you got 11 to your assistants. It's a lot of that that Belichick just hangs on to. Um, Jacksonville, Travis Etienne Jr. is playing well. Yeah. Um, I can't see... I, I can't see the Raiders losing this game, though. 
want me to give you a stat before Roy picks? Yeah, go ahead. Raiders 0-4 on the road this week, or excuse me, this year. They're going to go to 0-5, I believe. They wow. just can't win on the road. McDaniels might be sleeping. team that looked. I McDaniels might be sleeping on. I have a soft spot for the, for, the, for the Raiders, all right? I have a soft right. spot. They have too, it's like they have too many good things and they just stink. You got Devontae Adams. You got Darren Waller. You got Josh Jacobs. You got Renfro. You got, you got a plethora of offensive options. And you stink? Like, come on. Like, just put it together. All right. I'll, Roy will take the Jacks. That's fine. That's fine. Trevor Larson. Touchdown, Trevor. Uh, Miami at Chicago. Woof. Woof. Chicago have anyone left on defense after this trade deadline? I don't think so. Uh, I, they might bring back Ditka. <laughs> Mike Ditka might be playing middle linebacker for these guys. Um, I couldn't t- think of two teams with less like a. You have a almost like a wishbone offense being run by Justin Fields and you know Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, and then you got. Darnell Mooney out, Cole Clement scored first touchdown in four years last week. Just traded for Claypool. Yeah, he's a trickery. I think they saw him throw a touchdown pass and thought they could, he could play back up to Justin Fields maybe. Um, and the Dolphins are fun to watch, but it's in. Have you ever seen people play at Soldier Field? Yeah, it's not pretty. It's a mess. Fields absolutely. Horrible. It's garbage. I mean, when people come out and say they should be playing on natural grass, I hope it's nothing like Soldier Field because, God, looks like that. I don't even know what to say. Looks like they put little patches, like little squares, and try to piece them together. Hey, Soldier Uh, Field looks worse than your backyard after Roy goes through it in a weekend. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. (laughs) That's my my backyard looks like Soldier Field. You're right. Uh, we got to go Dolphins. There's no way. We're, we're going Dolphins, Dolphins but again, this is another one where we could look at it and go, Jesus. It was a 13-9 game with Cairo Santos, the MVP. Hey, Theo, get out of here. These are Roy's picks. Bills, he's got to go outside like 10 minutes, so he's trying to, All like, right, minute, to hurry up. Minnesota no, Theo, be patient. Hey, do you want to get in on on a little minority? We can own the com- portion of the commanders. Yeah, let's do it. Since I wanted to be part owner of the Packers, you said no. Actually, I'm glad you said no because the Packers are dog shit right now. <laughs> Our investment would be in the worse than the stock market as it is. Here's why I say no. Anyone with Carson Wentz on the roster, I mean Taylor Heineke. Are they going to cut wins? I, I, after last week, I'd be like, all right, Carson, you're, you're no longer needed here. The team rallies. If you remember last year, the team rallies and plays well behind Heineke. I don't know why, what the reason is. Terry McLaurin's all of a sudden back in the offense. Um, but that said, <laughs> you got a Minnesota team that's 6-1. and one. Who do you got? I think I have to go with Kirk Cousins. 
I have picked Kurt in Minnesota so much this year, and I think he is the new king of the north. You got the Vikings. They're going to win again. And I like the little play on words he said earlier in the podcast. They're going to separate themselves from the pack, from the Packers and the rest of the pack of the north. Kurt Cousins is going for the win again. If, if there's a game that gets played where Kirk Cousins is sitting out so that he doesn't get injured, that'd be amazing to say. Just Kurt sitting on the side, toasting a cigar and watching the backup play, Kellen Mond or whoever's there uh, in Minnesota. Okay, this is a game I'd usually go to physically back in the day. Uh, you know, I thought of you today, my... Uh... Business development rep, he's in Arizona. He's from Seattle. And he's like, hey, I got some buddies in town. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? He's like, we're going to the game. I'm a Seahawks fan. My buddies are flying in from Seattle. We're going to the game. And you, you, Hans, Clay, and I don't remember who else. You used to go down there every year in the desert. I think we went down one year. um, And they weren't having the waste management the same weekend. But... There was a weekend where it was the Wazoo played on Saturday and the or excuse me Seahawks on Sunday. I don't think I I recovered until Friday of the next week. <laughs> it's like a great uh, weekend for you. I also witnessed the lowest scoring was it tie or overtime victory when the I might I think the Hawks won 12-9 one year down in Glendale. Made for the most boring game ever. Absolutely most boring game. We were sitting in the nosebleeds. The beer guy wouldn't come up for us. We had to walk down an entire section and back out. It was a mess. It was miserable. And they're never going to game again with playing Hans. I think it was their fault. Um, I think it's a trap game for the Hawks, to be honest. Uh, Tyler Murray, Hopkins is back. I think James Conner might be coming back. You know, Benjamins look good, as he spelled. So there's more weapons now on offense for Cardinals. But I think the Seahawks end up winning. Probably a 24-21 game. I'm, I'm with the Hawks as well. The offense has been okay for the Cardinals. They started off slow. They can't find their rhythm. I think they lose this game, and I think the Cardinals step one Take one step closer to looking for their new coach. Kingsbury will not be back at the end of this year. Do you want that job? Would you take that job? I want his house. (laughs) (laughs) If the house is included, I take the job. I'm in. I'm in. All right, three games left. Rams and Tampa Bay, both teams kind of in similar spots. Uh, Offense is Cooper Cup. They immediately said he's going to play next week without before even must be superhuman and just heals like Wolverine. And then you got Tampa Bay, who feels like they haven't been playing with a full deck. Like Godwin's been out, you know, Evans. They don't have Gronk, obviously. He's doing more advertisements than he knows what to do with. Um, and Fournette's been around, but I just feel like that offense is stale right now. Uh, Rams side, Allen Robinson can't get going. My buddy picked up ODB, or not ODB, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, OBJ. 
off the free agent waiver waiver wire, the idea that he's going to get signed by McVay. Daryl Henderson, they had Ronnie Rivers running a little bit. They were kind of a mess too. I'm going to call this the trash bowl. <laughs> Garbage right now. Who do you got in this game, K1? The Buccaneers' offense is one-dimensional. They throw the ball. They can't run. Their offensive line's banged up. You could say the same thing as the Rams. They throw the ball. They don't know who's running the ball. But I believe in Tom Brady more than I believe in Matt Stafford, so I'm going Bucs. Okay. Uh, Tennessee at Kansas City. This this used was this a AFC playoff matchup not too long ago. Yeah. Tennessee outside of Derrick Henry, I couldn't name another player on their offense. Malik Willis, my starting quarterback for fantasy <laughs> football. Well, Malik handed it to Derrick Henry forty-two times last week for two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. So he did a commendable job. On the other side, the Chiefs have, I mean, Tyreek left, and it's like the girlfriend that left. Instead of getting one girlfriend to replace him, they got like five. Juju, Kadarius, Tony, Kel Herdman had three touchdowns. Pancheo, there's like seven dudes, seven guys on that offense that have scored touchdowns probably in the last two weeks. And the girlfriend list just got bigger because they picked up Kadarius, Tony. Got another person. So now it's just not one girl seven days a week. It's seven girls seven days a week. The home can throw to everyone. <laughs> Who do you have in this game, regardless if Tannehill plays or not? Chiefs. I got Mahomes throwing to one of his mini targets. Juju's been playing well. Double team Kelsey, it doesn't matter. They've got three different running backs. I don't know who to pick up in fantasy. I tell you to pick up Pacheco. I pick him up. I drop him. The CDH is playing. McKinnon's playing. He's got so many weapons. It's good for the Chiefs. It's bad for fantasy. But I got the Chiefs in this game. I couldn't have said it better myself. Good for the Chiefs. Horrible for fantasy. What's, what was play all the Chiefs or lock is now like just you'd be beyond frustrated. Kind of like when uh, Houston throws to that tight end. <laughs> Tegan Bonchero. Uh Baltimore in the Big Easy. Camara. Holy yeah. comeback city. Um, I think Three touchdowns Dalton. last week. Yeah, it's Dalton around. Olave kind of had an okay game. And Baltimore, who do you got? Kenyon Drake, who keeps scoring just touchdowns, taking Gus Bus. Got a handful of guys. I think Bateman's out. Mike Ant, Martin Andrews left the game last week. We'll see if he's back. This is one of those AFC South that too far from my jurisdiction to make any assumption to pick. Let's go Ravens. Right one for Roy. They got Lamar. They got Isaiah Likely. The tight end will fill in if Mark Andrews is banged up. And I just. Don't know who's going to play for the Saints. There's so many injuries. Jameis is hurt. He's back. He's not going to play. He's sitting out. Kamara is in and out of the lineup. All their wide receivers are hurt. The Saints still have a strong D, but I'm going with Lamar in this one. I think we got to go Ravens. Did I see this right? Did we actually pick 45 as a 
the right number? Yeah. So actually, oh. I was going to bring that up. That means Theo's in first place because he went. <laughs> yeah, the tiebreaker. We, we got the Powerball. <laughs> Doesn't matter what other numbers we got. We got the Powerball. Uh, okay. You want to go 45 again? Yeah, let's go 45. Lucky 45. Okay. Philly. Game's tied currently. Chargers, Packers, Jags. Dolphins, Vikings, Seahawks, Bucks, Chiefs, and Ravens. Did we pick the entire AFC South? Now the Panthers. They're on a bye. All right. Bills versus Jets. Wow, that's going to be a freaking great game. I wish I could be at that game. That's one game I wish I was at. Just two New York teams fighting about gosh knows what, jumping through folding tables and then arguing over, I don't know who has better cannolis. Hurts just fumbled. Anyway, should we who? wrap this up? Jalen Hurts just fumbled. They're in the red zone. He's my quarterback in another league yeah. that I'm actually good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this up. Big Ben and K win. Here at nofilter.net, we're here every Thursday, same time, same place. Feel free to drop in on us, nofilter.net. You can come in, get a ticket, jump in the booth, give us better picks than we're giving ourselves. Uh, do whatever you want. It's no filter. You can say whatever, do whatever, have some fun. You can also get us uh, Instagram handles are big, at Big Ben and Kwin underscore. At both. Big Ben Kwin underscore. All together at Big Ben Kwin underscore. And we did pay the eight bucks to Elon, so you can know that it's coming from us. Yeah. Uh, we might do Theo tweets too. Theo the dog, Roy the. What is Theo? That little Teddy win. <laughs> I forgot he has that handle too. <laughs> we got more followers than us. You should. Dude is awesome. All right, let's get us out of here. You get us out of here. Make sure you follow us. Check us out every week on nofilter.net. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BigBenKWin underscore. And you know what, Big Ben? We've got a road trip coming up. First week in December. Ooh. Hey, I got a <laughs> I got a, a betting slip that I've won some money that's like two years old. Do you think they'll take it? Absolutely. Good. Because if they don't, I ain't eating. So <laughs> Figure that one out. Pac-12 championship game. Will this be the last year of the Pac-12 championship game? Will USC or UCLA departing schools from the Pac-12? Will Bill Walton sway UCLA Chancellor to not join the Big Ten? Keep us the Conference of Champions. We will see. Who knows? It could be the Beavs. It could be the Utes. A lot to be decided in these what, next four weeks? Yeah, back to a college football. All right. Texans, Eagles, another enchanting game. Their Amazon viewership is just out this world. Boom. Boom. Oh.